right, Dean, our top five films with a colour in the title. Fresh off our breakdown of The Gold Rush. And usually when we do these breakdowns and we do the top tens that accompany it straight after, we always have these films in the top ten, don't we, Dean? I mean, we've got 2001 no, A Space don't. Odyssey. We had High and Low. <laughs> like, <laughs> killing it with these yeah, lists. Yeah, I mean... With the films that we don't rate as highly, it, it is a little tough to come up with a list that they would actually score well with that isn't making fun of them. That is true. But any criteria this week, Dean? Did you go with, you know, maybe only one colour per uh, list here? Only use the one colour? No, no, no. Of course not. No, We're definitely not. not. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, that That is much too hard uh, because I have a number of colours that appear multiple times here. Uh, okay, maybe I just have one colour that appears multiple times here. But it's a good colour, and it is a colour. Don't give me any of this, it's a shadow bullshit, right? Yeah. I'm counting black as a colour, and I bet you are too. Uh, black is represented the most on my list. <laughs> and I was thinking, do we do black yeah. and white? Because they are technically shades. But nah, forget it. We're, we're doing it. Because it would have been much more harder to come up with this list. Yes, definitely. Now, I want to set one more little bit of criteria here, Dean. Is, will you accept golden as a colour? No, golden right. is not a colour. It's off the list then. What was what was that, man with a golden gun? No, golden eye. Oh, golden eye. No, yeah. definitely not. Right. Was there any was there any colours I asked you about previously? No. no. I feel like there was one that I was debating, but I decided not to. But I can't think of it now, so All right, we'll move well, on. Well, uh, yeah, my pick of GoldenEye will not be on my list now, so I'll cut that off and uh, we'll go from there. Now, we do have our top 10 over on our Patreon. If you want to check out that whole list as well as many other top 10s we've got and many other many other episodes we've got exclusive for the patrons, head on over to patreon.com slash themoviejourney. All right, your number five is Men in Black. Nice. Nice choice. Yes. Will Smith just, I think, at the peak of his Will Smithness. I mean, would Independence Day be it? Or do you think, like, uh, we've done, okay, so we did like Bad Boys, Independence is- Day. And then this this, this is like is his funner. biggest. This oh yeah, film for sure. Is funner than Independence Day. Like he really gets to let loose and you know, oh, I'm sorry, was that your auntie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this this film's so much fun. Uh and yeah. Yeah, god, you can watch this film over and over and over again. It's uh, yeah. I I love Men in Black. I really do. I would definitely say that this is the film just before he starts crashing back down with uh, Wild Wild West the year later. Yeah, to think he could have been Neo. Exactly. All right, my number five is a Quentin Tarantino film. It is Jackie Brown. Number five? Yeah. Wow, sorry. I thought you were a Tarantino fan. My mistake. Oh, I can't wait to see where it ends up on your list. Higher than five, Hendo. Oh, we'll see about that. Nah, Jackie Brown, like a, a great Tarantino film. Com- coming from- is that- po- yeah, Number it is. Five, Hendo. Yeah, coming from Pulp Fiction, like, how is he going to top that? He didn't, but he still made a fantastic film here. Great performances. Pam Greer is great in this role. Robert Forster, I like, even though you can't stand the guy in the film. <laughs> yeah, it's not that I can't stand him. It's just he's not the strongest thing in the film. Samuel L. Jackson being Samuel L. Jackson, and even Robert De Niro putting in a really subdued performance, but really menacing when he really needs to. Like, the majority of the time, he's like this stoner criminal guy, but then unleashes towards the end. It's a really good film. I love how it's mostly, like, compared to other Tarantino films, it is mostly chronological, but then it gets to that point when the actual robbery takes place and it goes back over itself a lot. I think it's a very solid Tarantino film, and it's my number five. Very good. All right, my number four is Pirates of the Caribbean. 
Curse of the Black Pearl. That's close because my number four is Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, similar films, no doubt. Yes, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, this is one of those movies, and there's lots of them, where the first one is so good, and then it does get tainted by some annoyingly subpar sequels. But this first film, you got to think back to the year it came out. Mm-hmm. Gore Verbinski, uh, Johnny Depp, just... Oh, I mean, he is Jack Sparrow. Like, this is just pitch-perfect casting here. Yeah. So much fun. Orlando Bloom and his prime as well. He he's, had a prime? He's fresh out of Lord of the Rings here. Like, he is just on cloud nine at the moment. Orlando Bloom had a prime? Endo? Yes. Orlando Bloom was huge in the 2000s. Really? Yes, he was. With teenage girls, maybe, Hendo. I mean- Ah, he, suddenly, suddenly I'm seeing why you enjoy him so much. Black Hawk Down, <laughs> Troy, The Hobbit Movies, Pirates of the Caribbean, Lord of the Rings, Ned Kelly. Kingdom of oh, Heaven. Geez. Oh, yeah, it's kind of it, isn't it? He's heavily dropped off. <laughs> well, he uh, didn't he marry Katy Perry? Uh, yeah. Oh, and he wasn't. He was Miranda Kerr. Oh, yeah, that's right. Interesting career, Orlando Bloom. So he's been busy. Yes, but this film, yeah, it is a it is a very fun adventure film that I've watched several times. Got my daughter to watch it. She thought it was great. The sequels, uh, they definitely blend into each other for sure. I think I've seen two and three. I don't think I've seen that fourth one. I think that's the one with Penelope Cruz, I'm pretty sure. And I have seen that fifth one where it's, uh, I think, Javier Bardem is the, is the pirate's villain in that one. Okay. Yeah. I'm def- I'm, I've definitely seen one, two, and three, and I think I've seen four. But Who none knows? of them hold a candle to the first one, which is just such a no. fun, adventurous film. Correctamundo. And speaking of which, my number three, Lewis. Lewis <laughs> is Jackie Brown. Nice. In its rightful spot. <laughs> Righto. Okay. You know what else I like about Jackie Brown? Chris Tucker. Yes, of course. <laughs> just, a Chris small Tucker's role, but it's so good. Jackie Brown. That scene, that scene, like, I mean, you can't even quote this film, but damn, no. <laughs> there's, some, there's some memorable lines in this film. <laughs> Get in the trunk. <laughs> yep, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Really, really good film. Absolutely. Delphonics, come on, come on. Yeah, great soundtrack, as usual with every Quentin Tarantino film. But my number three is a film that we have done a breakdown of before. It is Frank Darabont's The Green Mile. Ah, that is my number two, Hendo. Ooh. Your list total must be low on the star ratings because you gave that a lower rating than me, whereas it's higher on your list. I, I tried to take it back, boss. <laughs> take I my hand, boss. I was scared of the dog. Oh, I, scared I of mean, the dog. We, we're talking about it like it's a comedy, but it's, like, it's not. It's, it's a fantastic what drama. A funny film. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, coffee. Oh, yeah. get, get you deep in the feels, this movie. It's no, Michael Clark really Duncan is just sensational, and it's fantastic. It is. is. The Green Mile. If you haven't heard our breakdown of it, go back and check it out. We definitely, definitely have a big, long discussion about this humongously long film. Yes, we do. And your number two is Hendo? My number two is the Bond film that I'm keeping on here. I'm going with Goldfinger. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, One of the five honourable mentions for me, Hendo. How can it be one of your honourable mentions? You certainly gave this film a good slamming, I'll tell you that. Well, there's not that many colour films, Hendo. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's where you're getting your criteria on this. The less colour films, the less ratings. You should hear some of these horrible mentions. 
Uh, yeah, Goldfinger is a fantastic Bond film. As we are in the middle of our James Bond series, it's been uh, it's fresh in my mind since I've just watched it recently, and it really holds up. It's one of the best Bond films out there. Sean Connery at his prime suave bondness here, a fantastic villain in Goldfinger, a fantastic henchman in Odd Job, and a very like down to earth somewhat plot that is quite ingenious. I really really enjoy this film. It holds up strong for me. Goldfinger number two, but I I have to assume that we have Again. the same number one, and this is like Again. this is like <laughs> leaps and bounds. There was like there was when we got this list going. As soon as, you, as soon as we said color in the title, bang, it was always this and nothing has come close to this for me. That's all right. And I'm hoping it's the same for you because mine is Stanley Kubrick's A Clockwork Orange. Absolutely A Clockwork Orange. Uh, Lovely. Looking forward to rewatching that when we finally get to it. Yep. It's, uh, it's definitely high up on that list and it will be done eventually. But, uh, man, this film is this, is, this is a very high film for me, I must say. Yeah, I I really really like this film. Uh, it's original. It's yep. and it's fun despite its content. Yes, it's uh it's definitely aggressive in the in the themes it presents, but it also presents it from the other side of the spectrum as well. And when you look at it from a, a reflection point of view, the script is yeah very original and unique. Like the dialogue that that gets presented, it's just it's like it's a, it's its own language. And the performance by Malcolm McDowell is is incredible and. I don't want to give too much more of my thoughts away on this film until the breakdown, but it is it is a top-tier film for me, and that is why it's my number one. Absolutely. All right, what are these supposed five honourable mentions you've been bragging about? All right, in no particular order, Goldfinger, uh, Black Klansman, mm-hmm. Green Room, mm-hmm. Red Eye. Ah, I haven't seen Red Eye. I saw it at cinemas, actually. Cillian Murphy. Killian. Rachel McAdams. Is is it directed by the horror guy as well? Who's the horror guy? I think it's Wes Craven. Is it? I think it is. Oh, you got me for that. What do you mean I got you for that? I mean, I don't know. You'd have to guess you'd have to get it the information for me on that. What do you mean get the information? Click on that picture of the red red eye and uh see who it's directed by. Okay. It's definitely Wes Craven. Okay, very good. <laughs> How many did you mention there? Four? I did. You're very switched on t- today, Hendo. Well done. And my last one, a film I watch once and won't watch again. Blue is not the warmest colour. It's Blue Valentine, Hendo. Ah, okay. Well, one of my honorable, one of my five honourable mentions here is also a blue movie that, again, I saw a very long time ago, and I don't remember it well enough to have it higher than this, but it was Blue Velvet, the David Lynch movie. Okay. The other four I have here is a film that you definitely love, The Red Turtle, which just missed my cut. <laughs> Yeah, righto. As well as a old patron requested review from Brother Shane, The Red Pill. That was close to making it. A more recent yes. review, Judas and the Black Messiah. It's pretty close. Okay, yes. And my last one here, The Blues Brothers. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, that's why it's honourable. But that's our list. Let's see what our patrons have to say. That's my question! The question, jerk! All right, let's kick it off here with a quick one from Brother Shane. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle and a Clockwork Orange. Hayden Gerloff has 10 films here. There, There's no numbers next to them, so I don't know if it's up or down. I'm actually going to start from the bottom. Let's assume that's 10 and go up to one. Looking Harold at the and- list, I think it is. Yeah, that's why I went with it. Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, Men in Black, Red Dragon, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Black Swan, Green Room, The Green Mile, White Men Can't Jump, 
Jackie Brown, and number one, A Clockwork Orange. White men can't jump, really. Have you seen that? I mean, I think when I was very young. Yeah, I, I saw it when I was quite young. Don't remember almost anything about it. It's a sports movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's basketball. You should love it. Yeah, but it's a sports movie. <laughs> anything to do with sports. Oh, Dean will watch sports. He will not watch sports movies. No, I need the real thing, Hendo. Oh, yeah, okay. Next up, from Nerdvert, as usual, giving us his top 10. From 10 to 1, The Thin Red Line did not come close to my list. Number 9 is Black Hawk Down. Number 8 is Red Lights from 2012. Okay. Never heard of that one. No, me neither. Number 7, Green Room. Number 6, White Men Can't Jump. Number 5, Men in Black. Number 4, A Clockwork Orange. Number 3, Deep Red. Do you nope. know what that is, Hendo? Nope. Number two was Craven's Red Eye. And number one, The Green Mile. Very good. All right. David Powell starts off just plain and simply with Blue Velvet. But then closely followed by the Three Colors trilogy, which is red, blue, and white, which I haven't seen any of those. They always continue to pop up at the bottom of the top 250. I think red is the more popular one. Let's see. What else has he got here? Red Dawn, The Thin Red Line, The Big Blue, Betty Blue, and a clockwork orange. All right, looking over on our Discord page here, Hendo, from Filmbusters Paul. Three to one, we have Black Klansman, The Green Mile, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Very, Very good. good. All right, lastly, from Luke James Human, from 10 to one, he's gone Black Klansman, White Men Can't Jump. There's another one for you, Dean. Maybe I should watch this film again. Deep Blue Sea, Blue Ruin, Black Water, Abyss, Black Water. I'm assuming they're, they're together. <laughs> Number four, Under the Silver Lake. I I did not like that film. One little bit. A big, uh, big water fan, isn't he? He is. Number three, Black Swan. Number two, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Lots of water in that film. That's true. And number one, Black Hawk Down. Very good. I just want to say one film that definitely never came near my list was Blue. <laughs> the old, uh, was it... Uh, no screen, just audio movie, just a blue screen. Yep. Yep, that's the one. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah. Maybe you just need to rewatch it or re-listen. Nope. All right, so for next week's episode, considering it's a Pod V Pod, so there's no theme towards what we're going to be doing, Brother Shane has picked it for us, and he's just going very broad and general here with our list of top five comedies. Hmm. I wonder, are we going to base this based on star ratings of a genre comedy or are we going with, like, the movie that made us laugh the most? Like, are we going with the funniest movies or the best movies that have some comedy in it? Uh, I'm going to be going movies that are labelled as the genre of comedy. And, I knew you would. Well, yeah, it's a comedy. It says it's a comedy, so I'm going to pick that. Okay. And whichever one ha- I like better, that's what it's going to be. And generally, so- the ones that give us the mo- more laughs are going to be a better rated film. Okay, we'll see. Hmm. Okay, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you very much, everyone, for checking it out. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye.